mending thoughts as a student have you ever thought what i want to become and lost in thoughts with confused ideas i have been there as a professional have you ever thought is this the profession i want to do am i doing the best and lost in thoughts with confused answers i have been there to the years listening to me life is filled with choices head is filled with thoughts heart is filled with confusion emotion anxiety happiness when successful and sad when fail embrace all these emotions i charulata jain that indian girl is making an attempt to normalize failures with stories of individuals from different career domains who are normal successful and have also tasted failure yet are a source of inspiration mending thoughts is an attempt to demystify thoughts by sharing insights as what each profession demands in terms of skills experience and last but not the least it is that audio experience to assist the millennials in decision making of career choices by sharing stories that are genuine and guides to explore on the opportunities that lie ahead in the world dominated by data today's episode is a story about an engineer who is climbing into the career ladder in the world of data the engineer today on our episode is ashmi banerji born and brought up in the beautiful city of kolkata india in 2016 she moved to munich to pursue her masters she completed her masters in 2019 from the department of informatics technical university of munich germany she has also lived in saarbrucken and currently is living in bonn in germany she is working at the deutsche telekom as a trainee focused in technology and innovation she is passionate about bridging the gender gap in stem and in this journey she is contributing not only in the communities such as female tech leaders a non-profit organization based in munich but also as a part of women in tech projects at her organization outside the technical world Ashmi is an avid traveler and a budding triathlete. Thanks for having me here. So, let's start. Mm-hmm. Tell me Ashmi, how did you pursue engineering? Was it by choice or by force or any other reasons? Mm, actually, it's a very funny story. so i always wanted a career in everything except computer science however i ended up having two degrees in computer science now so i did my bachelor's in computer science and engineering followed by my masters in computer science as well so my um goal as a child was to study math at presidency college or now university in kolkata and 
I even appeared for their admission test and I was the only girl from the general category to be accepted in their first list, first merit list. Um, but however, then I was told by people that CS would be the perfect fit for me as it offers the opportunity to study both statistics and mathematics. And as you know, that in most Indian families, it's like often other people taking the decision for you. Something similar happened also for me. Um, but I was okay with that and I had a decent and rank at WBJE, um, which, and then therefore decided to go for CS at Heritage Institute of Technology, Kolkata. Um, Heritage is known as one of the best private colleges in the Eastern India. And to be honest, so far, I do not regret that decision. So sometimes I think family members or other people can take good decisions on your behalf. Interesting story. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, Welcome. Is there anything else that you never wanted to do, but you are enjoying doing it now? Um, yes. So, for example, I never, never was a, like sports was something that was way out of my league. Like I really, really was very bad in say running or any kind of sports. I mean, I enjoyed swimming. Um, but other than that, any kind of other sorts of athletics was a complete no-no. But now I am actually doing a lot of sports. So I even finished two triathlons this year. So that has been a quite a big of big personal achievement. So that's something definitely I would say I never thought that I would be doing it at some point. But now it has become a part and parcel of my life. And honestly, the pandemic really has contributed to doing that. That's really fantastic to hear from you about it as well. Uh, mm -hmm. But let's look on to the failures now. So what what has been the biggest failures as on date for you? And if I say the count goes from one to three, what are they? Uh, it's actually very difficult to number them that way, but I am that kind of a person who usually doesn't like to accept failures. So uh, I will whine and cry after I fail, but then I would still try to stick it until the very end and see what awaits me. And honestly, I must say that this never give up attitude has never disappointed me so far. Sure, there had been incidents where it didn't work out but then when I look back at it after whatever years I see that maybe it didn't work out for the good but I think I can narrate some near failure incidents where I faced failure several times before being successful um, for this I would also like to categorize it into like two different categories one would be in my professional life and the other one would be in my personal life. Um, in my professional life, I would say like the first failure that really hurt me or I still kind of carry it with me or near failure experience, I would say, was when I failed my math exam at the uni twice before I passed it in the third attempt. So it was a big deal for a person like me who had always loved math and had been a top scorer in school. But I was like, okay, I have to pass this exam. I mean, this was even not a mandatory paper that I had to pass in order to get my degree. But after failing it once, I was like, 
why can't I clear this? I have put in so much effort, maybe I'll put in some more effort and then I can get it out. And that's what happened. Second time, I couldn't clear it either. And third time, I had it. So that could be one that I can recall. The other one would be definitely my uh, master thesis. So I wrote my master thesis, not with my university, but with the research institute. Um, and there I had lots of personal and professional challenges while writing it. Um, I was battling a loss of a close family member. I had homesick, like I was extremely homesick and I had conflicts at work while I was writing my thesis. Um, there, were, there was a point when nothing was working out. Um, I did not have like groundbreaking results for a very long time and it was a complete mess. Uh, I didn't even know that whether I would be able to submit my thesis in time. But however, in the end, somehow it all worked, worked out. Um, I got myself up and I was working on it diligently and eventually I had three publications at different platforms from my thesis and I'm quite, quite happy with the outcome. So I would say just stick around and don't give up. You will make it. Um, yeah. And regarding my now coming to my personal life, I've, um, one of the biggest challenges that has been or biggest failures like has been in my personal life would be getting a driving license in Germany. I know it sounds very funny uh, or very, um, what should I say, not so important, but actually it, it has been one of the biggest failures that I have encountered in my personal life. Um, and so for those who don't know, getting a driving license in Germany is actually very, very hard. And to be honest, in my opinion, it's one of the hardest exams I have ever taken in my life, including all the exams at the university. So, and definitely, definitely the most expensive. I think it's the, my driving license is the most expensive piece of document that I ever owned. <laughs> so, um, you have to undergo a strict training of several hours and each of these costs a lot of money and if you're a little inactive you can fail the exam so at first there's a theory exam where you have to learn about 1200 questions and appear for uh, then appear for the exam where the cutoff is to 90 cutoff is 90 percent so you need to score 90 percent to pass the exam i somehow managed that um, but then the practical exam was a complete disaster. So the practical exam is usually for 55 minutes where the examiner checks how good you are in handling stressful situations and also like driving, obviously, under different circumstances. Um, so uh, like how good you are in driving in the, uh, in the highways or in the city and in like narrow uh, alleys and so on. Um, and even a slightest mistake can cause cost you another trial or more um, and every time you fail it's a matter of several hundred euros so it took me several attempts and several hundreds of euros before i could finally pass my exam and each time i would fail i would be initially extremely heartbroken but then my determination would grow even further I cut down on all the unnecessary expenses and started li living frugally to save up for the driving exams. 
Um, there was also a time when I couldn't go home for two years because at some point I was so broke after having to spend so much behind these, like learning to drive. Um, and it was so, so uh, heartbreaking and so like frustrating at the same time because yeah, I did not have anything else to do, but then I didn't want to give up. But eventually, um, things fell, fell in place and I was successful under the tutelage of a very, very competent driving teacher. So yeah, now I have my driving license and I've also successfully driven in not only in Germany, but also in other countries like France and Italy. So yeah. That would be my story. So the summary, just summarize, would be: you might encounter failures, but never give up. I mean, you gave me a very different perspective about failure stories today, and and you really classified them quite beautifully. I still feel maybe there's something still you would like to add on because there's still one question in my mind which comes up is: of course, there are moments in our life where we really feel totally low, like totally broken down. How are you fighting these emotions? Um, honestly, if you ask me what I do when I'm um, like feeling extremely low, I would say I just go for a walk or a jog. So it depends on the mood, weather, so and other factors. But I try to do sports. Earlier, I remember that um, in my previous job, I wasn't having the best time and um, so I was not quite happy about it. And there was a gym right next door. And that's how actually I got into sports and I started doing sports. So I would go to the gym um, during the lunchtime. So and then every day. And now after some point, it became a habit and it was a good habit. And it would release this good hormones and, it will, and I would feel it throughout the day. And that really, really makes a difference. So whenever I feel low, I try to go for a, a run. So yeah, that's like the easiest solution. Or maybe cycling. Uh, swimming is not possible so often, but I would love to. But I definitely go for a run or some do some sports. Sports definitely is, is one of the best stress busters I would say and also helps you to cope down the emotions and that's coming from a real experience which validates mm -hmm. the facts quite well. Uh, so tell me about your transition from India to abroad as a college student and then working in a corporate. What has been the challenges? The day I embarked on my journey overseas to pursue higher education from TU Munich um, it being my first time away from family and familiar surroundings marked the beginning of a new phase in life, a new beginning of full of self-confidence and eagerness as well as anticipation for the 22-year-old. The first big challenge from excitement was definitely the independence. While on one hand, I had the freedom to do whatever I liked. On the other hand, I was left in a dilemma while taking certain certain decisions from choosing university courses to doing all the household chores everything became my responsibility initially it was quite overwhelming um, and it was making me often very homesick 
Um, moreover, there was this language barrier. Even though I had done German courses back in India, I felt like it was never sufficient uh, when you actually had to interact with native Germans. Um, so it was a bit overwhelming at some point, but um, eventually I got used to it. I did not give up. I was like, okay, I have come here to pursue something and I cannot leave without pursuing my goal. So that's what happened. And how is your current day at work and the technologies that you're working as a data scientist now? Mm -hmm. I would say no day looks the same. Um, now, because of Corona, it's mostly uh, working from home. However, I really like the flexibility that is being offered by my company and the trust in the employees that um, they allow us to work from home and we get to also take responsibilities at the same time. And also it focuses on like lifelong learning. Um, I usually have a lot of meetings every day. Some are the internal team meetings, some with the clients, either external or internal, and the rest of the day working on the tasks in hand. So currently I'm working uh, more on the data engineering side. Um, so with, in the network data intelligence hub at Deutsche Telekom. I'm also working on something completely different and that's like my personal uh, startup idea that I came up during the hiring day of Deutsche Telekom and together with three other, uh, other colleagues um, we are trying to make it into a finished product and launch it under the umbrella of Deutsche Telekom but let's see fingers crossed for that. Interesting, actually. I mean, like on the hiring day, you come up with an idea and then you just start working in a startup environment. Uh, can you just highlight something more about that journey and how it is exciting for you right now? Steps was to basically present a change case scenario um, where I would have to present an idea which I would like to see implemented at Deutsche Telekom. And there I suggested that how about we have some low cost and energy efficient bike tracking solution because the current ones in the market are either very expensive or are definitely not precise enough to give you the accurate position of the bike or um, they do not have a very uh, long battery life. So I wanted something that would have a long battery life, would not be so expensive, and it would also be very precise. So you, it would give me a location accuracy of up to five meters. And that's what something I proposed. And yeah, um, people seem to like my idea. I obviously got the job. And later I was just having coffee with one of my colleagues when I brought this up. And she was like, hmm, this is a very cool idea. Why don't we work on it? And we started working on it uh, as a side project um, before receiving a scholarship to pursue it for uh, full time and three months, uh, three months full time. Uh, it's called like internal scholarship. It was quite nice. And together with three other colleagues, now we are at a position where we need to, like we have received our first internal uh, funding for prototype and we would like to work on the idea further. 
congratulations and kudos to to you and the team who's been working on it i wish you the best uh, thank you would you like to highlight some of more of your achievements and you know tell me why are they special to you ah uh, difficult question mm, i would say my definitely my one of my biggest achievements till date would be definitely getting my master's degree it wasn't easy um and overcoming all the cultural linguistic geographical and other barriers uh living away from home for the first time balancing personal and private life cooking my own meals despite all of these things i made it so i would definitely say that's one of my biggest achievements so far besides i would also um say that another special i wouldn't say this is like a biggest achievement or big achievement but i would say that it's a um, it's a special moment for me would be my first research publication so yeah um when i had that back in 2015 um as a undergrad it was very very special for me um besides that i there are also some other moments which were really um special to me um when like especially the year 2016 uh, was very very good uh, with regards to my professional life i received the best student award for academic and extracurricular achievements twice that year one from tata consultancy services um so tcs and the other by my college heritage institute of technology and the for best overall performance in btech so it was a very special year for me that's fantastic i mean i think i just i know there could be more achievements that would be coming your way in, in the near future i'm pretty sure about it so i wish you good luck last but not the least uh this is generally the quick question down with a surprise of element so pick one which you like mm-hmm. are you ready for it yes okay would you go for c programming or java programming java uh sunrise or sunset sunset computer science or electronic circuits computer science thank you ashmi i think that was great to have you here today with me um any closing comments on my second episode my first guest for a women engineer so, in the series first of all thank you so much for giving me a chance this was also my first podcast um so to be um so i'm really honored to be your guest and um yeah i would say to the audience that never stop ch- chasing your dreams and never ever give up so that's all from my side thank you so much ashmi i wish you a good day no. ahead <laughs>